0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
2: We've been talking about lost luggage at Dublin Airport here on Lunchtime Live for weeks now. And every day we nearly have an email from somebody who's arrived in the airport having lost luggage. But Donna O'Connor, who's from Chicago, arrived in Dublin last week, is with us on the programme today. But Donna not only did you lose your luggage, um, your bags actually contained something incredibly special.
1: Yes. My parents' ashes are in my bag. And I came to Dublin on June 30th and waited for more than three hours to see if my bag would come out because it has everything that I need to for the next three months and longer, perhaps, if I can get a passport. And but most important is my parents' ashes are in there. And I waited the three and a half hours, nothing. I filed a claim with um, a company that Air Canada contracts with. And then I went to my the place I was staying and started calling and emailing Air Canada and telling them my luggage is missing. And in my luggage is my parents' ashes, which I intended to spread in County Mayo. And I've heard nothing until yesterday from Air Canada. I got a voicemail saying that my baggage was being sent to my house in Illinois, which they hope is the right place. And I tried to call the number back and say, I'm in Ireland. I need the baggage in Ireland. And I just got a recording that no one was available to talk. And I called my home, and they've seen nothing of the luggage. So I'm desperate to find out where this luggage is. Absolutely, mostly because of my parents yeah. in there.
2: So, Donna, just to clarify, sorry, you, you flew from—I said mentioned you were from Chicago, but um, that's where you flew from, was it on June thirtieth?
1: It was. It was a connecting flight from Chicago to Toronto to Dublin. Okay. So I went through Toronto and my, when I checked my luggage in Chicago, they said, your bag will be checked through to Dublin. And I, I didn't have a carry on because I brought, I have a little cat and I brought her with me. And so she was considered my carry on luggage for the airline. And so I landed in Dublin and have been here with just the clothes on my back, my cat and my documents. And finally, after three days, I went to Or Primark and bought some things for myself, but I'm still heartbroken that my parents' luggage or my parents' ashes are in my luggage. Mm. And I have a few other things of sentimental value in my luggage as well. My family is 100% Irish in our our ancestry. And, you know, it's been an important part of our family all along. And I've taught my children how important it is to hang on to that. And so I'm, I'm at Finn. I just can't, Air Canada has not, in spite of emails and phone calls, has never called until, I said last night, one voicemail saying, we, we sent it to your address in Illinois, we hope that's right. And it and it's not.
2: So the bags actually, I know you, you, you arrived in Dublin and you mentioned you were at Dublin Airport for three and a half hours trying to talk to people, but... You actually, you don't know yet, Don, if the bikes have even, well, they obviously, they haven't made their way to Dublin yet then?
1: No, they haven't. And I stayed at Dublin Airport three and a half hours that day, but then went to where I was staying because the flight was delayed an extra eight hours. So it was a long trip to begin with. And then the additional eight hours. But then I went back on the express bus from the customs house Back to Dublin Airport every day for eight days. One day staying twelve hours trying to find my luggage.
2: And were you able to talk to anybody, Donna? Like, do, you know, have have you been on to the airport? Do, do they know what's in these ba- in the bag?
1: Yes, um, I put it in Sky Handlers. I put it in the form, and that's the company that um, Air Canada contracts with out there. And you just sit on the floor in Dublin Airport waiting. There's one or two people working some days for sky handlers. And when you come into Dublin Airport, you see hundreds of bags sitting between carousels. Just, I don't know if they came in so late that people finally gave up and left, but You know, the carousels are going round and round after three and a half hours. The people that were still waiting for bags with me from Air Canada, we all realized we're seeing the same bags go through. Our bags are not here, but I checked through all those hundreds of bags that are between the carousels. And a man who heard this story by the name of Dermot works at Dublin Airport, but for an American airline. And he said, I'm going to try to help you find your Parents' ashes, and he said, "There's an off-site warehouse that has thousands of bags of luggage sitting in guns. Well, so it's a mess. <laughs> Especially for Air Canada, they, they everybody, almost everybody I met, it was Air Canada. Some were KLM, but I didn't hear any other
2: airline. Okay, what That's was your plan, cool. Donna, when you arrived on the thirtieth of June? I mean, tell us a little bit about your your parents and their connection here."
1: So my um, family is from Castlebar, and my great grandparents came from Castlebar to the United States, and and then my grandparents taught, you know, my parents and myself to stay close to our Irish heritage and our Irish Catholicism. And my one grandmother would say, her maiden name was Lynch. She would say. Don't be the one to break the threat. This goes back hundreds and hundreds of years for us. Hold this gear to your heart. When my father passed away, part of the um, part of his wake was in Irish. It's, it's just something that means the world to us. Mm. And so my plan was to just stay in Dublin for a few days just to get my feet under me after, you know, the, trying to acclimate to the time change and all. And then to head straight to Mayo. And instead, I stayed in Dublin for nine days, and then finally had to leave Dublin because I was I know that sounds silly, but kind of having an emotionally a, a hard time, yeah. I was just, like, had to settle down. So I came out to Meath and just needed some peace and quiet and to got me that out here to meet. Yeah. So I-, I still intend to go west. But I would like to go west with my parents, ashes in hand.
2: And where where were you going to? What was your plan when you got to Meath, um, Donna? Where, where, where? Oh,
1: just to get some peace and quiet. I'm just staying at a place called, um, oh gosh, the Rath House outside of Nauber. Nauber. I don't know if I'm saying that yeah. right. No, sorry. no, you are. Yeah. And, okay. And uh, so just to get some quiet. Because in Dublin, just trying to replace the basics of what I needed to live, you know, silly things like deodorant, toothpaste, fresh clothes to wear under things. It was, it was just stressful, you know, trying yeah. to go to the airport every day, spend a lot of time. And then the, the other part of the time, you know, go to um, Primark and get some things and go to charity shops to get some things. And I love Ireland. I've been here many times and you know, Dublin is such a vibrant city and has so much to offer. But for me, I was seeing the airport and a few shops on O'Connell Street and Henry Street.
2: It's an entirely different visit this time around, Donna. Yes. And your yes. parents? I mean, was it always their wishes? Did did they always want their ashes to be yes. scattered? Yes, my, my in, father.
1: In my my father in particular, you know, he um, really hoped for that and. And uh, you know he was very important. Both my parents were very important to me, but my father and my father's mother really were the ones that brought home the, you know, this is where our family is from. Mm-hmm. And I had my oldest daughter got married a few years ago, and she there's a there's a school a, a university in uh, the U.S. called Notre Dame, which is really like a their, their nickname is the Fighting Irish, and so her. Her husband, I gave the speech at her wedding, and her her husband's family is also 100% Irish. And I said, I fell in love with him when I found out he was Irish Catholic and loved Notre Dame. I said, we won the trifecta. So, (laughs) you know, that's always been my hope that, you know, my, my children do the same thing, you know, that they go on.
2: When you got, Sorry, go yeah, ahead. no, I was just going to ask Donna about your plan. I mean, your plan originally when you got to to Mayo, w- you know, when you flew into Dublin and you were going to head west um, and back mm-hmm. to your parents' home area to um to scatter their ashes. Like, w- where were you planning to to do that? Or you know, did you have anything ceremonial in, in in mind, or family, or relatives, or friends to join you, or what? What was the plan there?
1: We have very distant relatives there. So, you know, I wanted to ask them, could I put some on, on their land because it's the land that my family came from? And then also just, I am Catholic and I wanted to attend Mass with my parents' ashes in Castlebar, and then spread the ashes there and know that, you know, they would be there for forever, which, you know, Meant something to me, and and would
2: would have meant something to them. Absolutely, like it's it's just it's it. I can't imagine how upsetting Donna, this must be for you, and how stressful it's been for the for the past you know for the past couple of days. And and well, you arrived on the 30th of June. You know, since since you got here, have you had any hope at all? Or the Dublin Airport Authority, the DAA, the airport here, like have they been able to give you any comfort at all that they'll find your parents' mm-hmm. ashes?
1: No, oh, nor has Air Canada. The hope, the hope I've gotten was, I finally, on like maybe sixth day, fifth day, wrote to the Irish Independent and just said, you know, this is terrible, and it's not only happening to me, but it's happening to other people as well. And you, you make friends with people at the airport because you're seeing the same people every day searching, you know, for their luggage. And for me, on top of that, like I all I have left to my parents are their ashes. You know, I have my memory, certainly, but the only physical thing I have left is their ashes. And I want them. You know, I want to be reunited Mm -hmm. with that. I I don't even know how to react anymore to an airline that seems to be completely indifferent to the sanctity of, you know, someone's remains.
2: I know. It's very odd. The, the, I know uh, this, when people talk about their lost luggage and you know items of sentimental value but oh i please God you know Donna you will you, you will the bag will be found and it'll be returned to you and, and you will be able to continue on and, and carry out your plans and your parents wishes Um, how long are you planning to stay Donna?
1: Well I'm planning to stay that's the three months that I'm allowed and then you know as I said with, you know, I don't have grandparents but I have great grandparents that are from here and so I'm hoping that, you know, there'll be some consideration for an Irish passport because I'd like to stay a year. But, okay. um, you know, I'm, I'm not certain. I'm I know certain the three months and hopes to be reunited with them. And the one other thing I did do in Dublin while I was there was I went to a, a couple of masses at the Pro Cathedral. And that would have been a place that I would have taken my parents' ashes with me, you know, to mass. And so that's part of, you know, my sadness is that, you know, I am I feel like I was trying to bring them, sorry, on this trip. And I came and they didn't get to come and I don't know where they are.
2: It's incredibly, incredibly distressing, Donna, for you. It's just... I I hope, you know, somebody listening in in Dublin Airport today or the DAA might be able to, you know, get in touch with you or or reach out to you because you can, you know, very clearly hear the the distress in your voice. I'm I'm
1: so appreciative to Sorsha from the Independent and for you for getting this word out because it's the only hope I have. Air Canada has been completely indifferent. They haven't responded to any emails or phone calls. Or anything, and and I tell them in the emails and in, you know, what is that? It's, it's my parents' ashes, and the phone calls are just you call a place and you get a message saying they can't take your call, or you get put on hold for two and a half or three hours. And it's not that my parents aren't worth that, but it's an international call, and I'm like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I don't, I'm not getting any help from them.
2: I've a text in here, would you believe, Donna, from a lady called Colette and she, she's got in touch to say I'm sitting in my car and I'm listening to Donna on the radio. I work in Castlebar and Mayo, if I can do anything at all to help her, will you please pass on my number? Um, to Donna. And what we might do is, Donna, um, off air, we might, we might give you perhaps Colette's number or vice versa. And, and if you feel like when okay. you're, you know, if you're in Mayo and you, and you want to reach out to her, it's an incredibly generous, um, of Colette. And thank you, Colette, for, for getting in touch with us. D- Donna, would you mind maybe just staying on the line? Because I have another caller actually. John is, um, is after getting in touch. John, what's your experience?
0: How's it going? Um, Good. Yeah, we uh, myself and my wife we were over in um, Canada. My wife's from Canada, so we were over visiting um, as a family. And on, uh, thankfully, on our way over, we had no problems. On our way back, uh, after a whole pile of very messy rebookings between Lufthansa and Air Canada. Um, the, We've been home since the twenty second of June, and we've still not had our luggage back. And obviously, this is not comparable to parents' ashes, but we've had um, um, my wife's childhood photo albums, which are also, you know, irreplaceable in that regard. Um, and uh, still waiting. Lufthansa um, contacted us very shortly after, saying that we 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 understand that that your baggage bags tags didn't make it, so, register was, mm. so you registered with them. And the next day, the website said, we found your luggage and it will be shipped to you at some point. And that's the last that was heard from them. And you try to contact them, you try to call them. And it's either machines or it just goes engaged. um, it, um and, and, and I haven't been in the position to even go down to Dublin at the moment. We're up in Donegal. And, um but like I'm I'm tempted to go down to Dublin now next week to just see if it's just sitting there because this was the thing you know any any anybody anybody traveling this last month has, has seen the stacks of bags that are just lying uh, in the baggage reclaim and it's just um it's it's just insane the the, the whole um uh tra- the whole travel industry is just it you know it's it's as if they, they've never done it before, you know? Like, it's very you know,
2: frustrating for, for, <laughs> for sure. And, yeah. and, and you know, the point that you make, John, about the communication and, and Donna mentioned that as well. I mean, that's the yeah. one constant that people cite every time yeah. they talk to us on on, on the show. Um, Donna, can, can I add this? Just Messages coming in from people. Um, there's another message again, Donna, in for you, for a listener who says, my heart absolutely breaks for Donna. I work near the airport. If she needs anything at all while she's in Dublin, will you please... Uh, pass on my my number to her. So there's a, you know, there's a a huge um, just level of support, you know, Donna, for you and you should know that. This lady's wondering if you could perhaps just describe the luggage or the bag in the event that somebody has passed through recently and seen it, yeah.
1: Absolutely. It's a large black canvas bag and it's got a rolly, you can pull it, you know, it's got a handle with four wheels and it's got two big pink luggage tags with all of my information on there, my name, my home address in the U.S., my um, email address, my cell phone number, everything is on there. So, Um, And I wanted to say to Andrea that I want to say thank you to all the people because I was feeling the first four days, I felt so down and alone, you know, because I thought, here I am alone trying to do this and, And then once I reached out to Sorsha and she and the other people at the Independent have been so kind to me and connected me to you and to um, Midwest Radio and every person in Ireland has been so kind to me, which is one of the things that I know about this country and, and value so much and makes me so proud of my own Irish heritage. So I'm so grateful and I, I'm telling you, I don't feel alone anymore.
2: Thanks for all that. Uh, you and, know, well, I, that's that's lovely, lovely to hear, Donna. And I, I know there is, a, as I said, there's even there's another message in here now. My brother is the deacon at the Pro Cathedral. If you'd like to give Donna my number, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to help her out in the event that uh, Donna that's would like fun. to hold a ceremony. So, I hope that brings you some comfort. And I uh, really, really appreciate you joining us, Donna, today on the show. And I do hope the next time we speak, keep in touch with us. That you'll have found and been reunited with your parents' ashes.
1: Thank you so much, Andrea, and I appreciate you having me on and and getting my story out yeah. there. So I hope to be reunited with their ashes. That you and um, the other people in Ireland are, the, are my only hope because I've given up on Air Canada. <laughs>
2: Well look hopefully Donna you will. that will happen uh, in the not too distant future Donna O'Connor there from Chicago John as well thanks for joining us lunchtime live at newstalk.com I mean it's just an incredible incredible story and I really genuinely hope that Donna is reunited I can't imagine the stress of what she's going through at the moment but look lunchtime live at newstalk.com as always that's the email address if you want to